Welcome to CoreCast, your all-drum-core podcast, with your hosts, Andrew Tomaska and Rocky Ankeny. Hello. Hi, and welcome to CoreCast, <laughs> episode two, season two. Yeah, we've been really little... bad about recording these. Yes, we have. Uh, we've been, I guess you could say, busy, preoccupied. Like, we did, like, a thing about rumors as our first episode, and we felt really good about it. And then uh, we hopped in here now, and this is it's July. <laughs> we skipped all of June, really. Yeah, there wasn't uh, a lot going on in June. Yeah, there was no, like, runaways, No, nothing that really happened that was like, whoa, right? So, yeah. Uh, now that we've kind of the season's kind of in its its you know mid stages, things are developing. People cores are getting to that point where they're starting to get tired. Um, let's uh, I guess we should dive right into some uh, news and stuff. We're excited to bring that to you. By the way, I'm Rocky Ankeny, March and Melifon with the Cadets, 2013, 2014, and 2015. And this is Andrew Tomaska. Yeah, March Cadets, Baritone. 11, 12, 14. Yeah, that's right. I remember, so, side note, I remember my first year, uh, which was Jared Huntley's first year teaching cadets, um, and I remember he always told us, because he skipped a year also, like me, he always told us, don't skip a year because you're going to hate saying every year instead of saying, like, 11 through 15. Like, I have to say 11, 12, 14. I can't say 11 through 14. So, I guess uh, that's one tip I can give all of you prospective marchers. Uh, anyway, so June was pretty slow, other than, like, the big show reveals. Um, blue coats sweeping away everything. Um... You saw the uh, DCI in the theaters, right? I did attend the premiere. Right. Um, I did not for for the first time. I mean, uh, some things were like nothing really like wow. I mean, Blue Coats didn't announce until did they announce like an hour before or something? Because I didn't even know what happened because I was on the road. Uh, I may, yeah, I think it was like that day. Yeah, it was like right before. The performance, and um, I didn't see it, so I got in there and they performed, you know, their show, and I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. The stage is really neat. I like how they're hiding it, but um, it's not as much of a wow factor as it was last year. But they're still really good, um, and doing things that no one else is doing. Um, Crown was, of course, Crown, although uh, some interesting uh, design choices towards the back half of the show. Um, I was, uh, honestly, at the premiere, I was um, really excited to see the cadets, and then they came out, and I, 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 the uniforms turned me off immediately. <laughs> um, and I think, like, I would have accepted them better if they had been fitted to the, the members a little better. I think that's kind of what threw me off. They kind of looked like they were wearing oversized clothing, uh -huh. so it kind of didn't make me take the costumes really that seriously. And so that immediately kind of like turned me away and then, you know, certain things happened and, you know, it was the first show and the balance and everything. Uh, some places it was a little weird and yeah, they, they even said that the show wasn't even done yet. And I, I turned to another cadet uh, alumnus who was sitting next to me and I was like, they're still not done and it's the first show. Um, so that was kind of like, uh, but enough about the cadets. Um, they've gotten much better, and I like the show. And since they've altered the uniforms, um, I'm I'm back on the the train of they're doing much better than they are than they did last year. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, and then who else did we see that night? Uh, I think Blue Stars were there, Cavaliers were there, and the Crossmen were there. Um, Crossmen were on first, um, probably. Uh, I was more intrigued in the Crossman show um, than I have been in years past. 
Um, I, well, last year was pretty cool too. So I guess the, the past two years, including this year, um, they've been they've kind of caught my attention um, a little more than when I guess I was marching in a core. And then uh, Blue Stars, uh, they're a lot better than they have been in years past, at least at the premiere. Um, I was really blown away. I thought they were going to do a lot better than the scores came out to say they did, but um, I like their musical selection too. Very interesting. Um, like their drill as well. Um, and then, who did I say? Cavaliers? Yeah, so I watched the... I don't know if you did, Andrew, or not, but the spring training finale live stream. No, I did not. Because um, that was free to the public um, to kind of get your feel if you wanted to buy Flow Marching or not. We're getting into that a little later in the show. <laughs> um, but uh, the Cavaliers, when I saw them at the finale show, I was like, well, they don't have that spark that they had last year, man. It's Well, I didn't see – you didn't see the whole show, but you saw enough of it to kind of be like, I don't know, man. And uh, then we get to premiere, and I'm like, that was way better than they did, like, the night before. So I don't know what happened, but I am on board with their show now. It makes sense. It's kind of cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, the top six or seven this year are, like, uh, really great. I mean, if, if anyone puts the pedal to the metal, anything's possible. The lineup could change at any point. And that's what's really cool about this year is that, the top six or seven are like, like no one's like bad. Like that you're like, oh no, here comes this core I have to watch. But no, because they're all really great. Yeah. So I went to the Lynn, Massachusetts show last night, and you got to stream it, which is I did stream it. Not as good. Uh, I'm sure you could agree. I can agree. But um. I remember last year being really impressed with everyone, um, but even just this year, I thought all the groups just, like, uh, by far improved from last year, which is always a great thing to, to see in a group. Yeah, um, where was I going to go with this? I I actually have no idea. You continue to talk about the show actually being there. What was it? What was it like sitting as close as you were? You're really trying to draw out the story, huh? Yeah, I really. Am. Okay, so basically, <laughs> so since I was actually there, uh, the past couple of years, uh, since I started marching, at, or so since I started marching with the cadets, every year that I hadn't marched with them. I would make it a point to go see the cadets at rehearsal and um, go to the show that they were at uh, that night or whatever. And um, yesterday was no different. Um, I was really happy to hear that they were not two hours away from me like they were the past two years, but they were actually uh, rehearsing at the show site, so... Drove an hour to to Lynn, and I get there, and we sit down, and I think they maybe did, like, three chunks, three, like, so, um, like, one playing chunk, essentially, before this guy made an announcement that no one could hear, um... And then this other guy was going around like, do you have tickets? I'm like, yeah, I have tickets. And then he's like, do you have VIP tickets? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, well, then you can't, you have to leave the stadium because uh, Ensemble is only viewable for VIP ticket members or ticket holders, whatever. Uh, so those cost $50, but I was kind of mad because I drove all this way to go see a rehearsal, not even the show, and I had tickets for the show anyway, so it's not like you could say I was trying to get a free free viewing or whatever. Um, so we got kicked out, and later found out that um, nowhere was it posted that Ensemble was only viewable for VIP ticket members, but also there was this whole reception for alumni 
And by alumni, they meant VIP ticket holders, which is also not posted anywhere, which sucked. Because I am an alumni, even though I'm not, like, in my 40s or have a lot of money to spend. Uh, I think I should at least be treated like an alumni, because I am. Um, and if they want my money at some point down the road, then, I, you know... You gotta be nice to me, I guess, right? Is that, yeah, right? That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was really um, upset when I heard this too. And Andrew has, has since, there's this whole <laughs> Facebook post, and we wanted to make, well, we, he wanted to validate that this was like an actual like thing that was happening. He wasn't just overreacting. Um, and I think this is the point where we kind of discuss is uh, observing, um, a drum corps ensemble rehearsal or any rehearsal, is that a right or is it a privilege? Um, and I, I'm i going to go with it's definitely um, a right, I think, that especially as, as, a, as an alumnus or alumni <coughs> or family members, um, I think it's something that should be allowed. Also, I think you should have lied to the dude and be like, yeah, we got VIP tickets. <laughs> Honestly, I think... Had I said yes, I don't think he would have checked. But, you know, in retrospect, I mean, like, I, could, I didn't think of that on the spot. And then, plus, what if he did want to check? Then it would have been like, oh, just kidding. So. Oh, I dropped my tickets outside. Oh, man. I, I, what? Guess, I, I guess I could have said, like, we haven't picked them up yet or anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it depends also, like, if they're. If a group is rehearsing at, like, MetLife Stadium, maybe it would be a little harder to have an open rehearsal. Yeah. Because that place is guarded pretty well. But if it was, like, a high school stadium where a lot of those places are, are public, I think... Yeah, I mean, I yeah. can go. I can go over to my high school right now, and even though it's like, just like oh, 10 track, p.m., right? I could go scarily and run for my life and use the track in darkness and fear for my life. Um, but yeah, it, that's uh, that's an option. I could I go and run at the school all the time here locally, um, and there no one no one's pulling me over asking for VIP tickets. Uh, so <laughs> just saying. yeah, uh, and even if um, you know. Even if it was a thing where rehearsals are secret to the public eye, uh, that's also fine if you, like, announce it. But, like, in this case, there was no indication anywhere. Like, I, I even checked on the ticket website, or the show website, and on ya.org slash all the cadets stuff. Like, there was nowhere that said uh, only VIP ticket members can watch Ensemble. Um, other than the, the one place it was even kind of mentioned was in George Hopkins' live stream where he said that rehearsal was open to everyone and then he also said it was an alumni reception, not a VIP reception. Which, like, it, had I heard the live stream, I probably would have been like, hey, I'm an alumni, I'm allowed to be here. But uh, I didn't watch that, so I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to say that. But, regardless of that whole debacle, I still had a good time watching the groups at the show, and I thought everyone did awesome. Yeah, I agree too. There were there were a fair amount of surprises. Like, uh, it's it is Genesis's. Well, that's a tongue twister. It's their first year being a world class core, is it not? I think so. Yeah, that's what I've I've been hearing. Yeah. Um. And I, you know, I had an expectation. You know, being their first year. You know, everyone's first year is always a little rough. They come out, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised by what they threw down on the field. So, um, off to a great start as a as a world class core. Um. Yeah, I was so surprised by their show, and, um, so they got sixth out of seven, and I feel like they should be higher, but at the same time, I think all the rest of the groups did awesome, too, so, I, 
it, I would be struggling if I was a judge, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of things that um, this season, especially not just talking about the Bean Pod Invitational in Lynn, Massachusetts, that there's not a core out there that I think has got got me super excited to I want to see that specific core. I mean, other than the cadets, because, you know, we have affiliation with them in the past. But I mean, just wanted to go see a show just because, oh, man, that one moment. I have to see that one moment in rehearsal or in this. I've got to see this. Uh, I don't feel like this year that all the cores or any core really keeps my attention flawlessly throughout the program. There's not like that one core that, that holds it for me the whole time. But they are, like we said, the top six or seven are very, very well put together and are scoring very close to each other. Yeah. So, um, you have some experience. So, you live-streamed the show, right? Yes, I did, from the comfort of my living room. Right, and you had some complaints, I remember. Uh-huh, yeah, I sent an email this morning, actually. <laughs> um, because uh, something that, the one thing, one of the few things George Hopkins um, taught me was, uh, it does you no good to complain to someone that can't do anything. So, um, uh, I am, I, you know, made my voice known, like, I can't just complain to Andrew about it and expect it to get fixed. So, uh, life lesson there, kids. Um, so I sent an email and said, uh, let, let me just tell you what happened. So I'm sitting there, um, first few chords come on and I'm like, okay, well, I've never heard these shows, so I don't really know what to expect, you know, balance or sound wise. Um, and then, um, the the crossmen uh, come on the field, and I notice that after the commercials, the normal DCI commercials that go in between everything uh, on a live stream, because I bought the live stream last year. It wasn't done by Flow Marching at the time. Um, anyways, we get back, and, and the crossmen are on the field, and there's no audio. It's silent. And I'm like, uh, well, maybe something happened with someone sat on the remote. <laughs> like, did someone press mute? Um and that was not the case. I double-checked and went on the live stream of my computer and was still no audio. Later, come to find out, I checked Drumcore Planet. And, of course, people are like, oh, no, where's my audio? Like, as it's happening. Um, and, by the way, Drumcore Planet is not a reliable source for a lot Anything. of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, just throwing that out there. Just wanted to see what people were saying about the live stream. Um Anyways, uh, audio, there was none. I was like, well, maybe they're just waiting or something has happened. They're just some loud fireworks. Who knows? Um, so I gave them the benefit of the doubt. And then there's the salute. And the soloists and stuff start playing. I think that's right, if I'm remembering their show. Um, and then the core is moving. And it's there's no audio. For a solid, like, minute or nearly a minute is what it felt like. Wow. Um, and I'm like, really? <laughs> I, I was like, I was yelling at the TV out, and my mother was in the room, bless her heart. Um, and I was like, come on, fall marching people, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's July. <laughs> okay. Um, do, so what shows do they stream? Is it like some of them or? It's, it's a little bit more than we got last year with the live stream, maybe like one or two more. Um but there's this big gap coming up where there's not really, like, a show for, like, a week or so. Um, but uh, I can tell you more about the exact dates in a minute. But back to the audio. Um, so that happened, and I was like, oh, great. I was already upset. And then, uh, you know, the core that I haven't seen since the premiere night, the cadets, right? So they're coming on the field, and I'm super excited, you know, seeing that they had uniform alterations and things are fitting better, and they're looking like the cadets. And, I mean, their color guard won. Uh, I mean, there was no color guard judge last night, but um, they won color guard, like, a few times previously beating out crown and blue coats at one point. And I was super excited to see, you know, just how much the home team had, had improved and really wanting to hear how the vocals, you know, mixed with the brass sound. And then um, the microphone placement, uh, the shotgun mics uh, were behind where the cadets put their speakers, um, which if, if I'm flow marching and I'm setting up and I notice that 
the speakers are at a certain location, I would move the shotgun mics back considering cadets are having rehearsal there until the thing starts. Um, but uh, the speakers for the pit and everything were closer to the audience than the mics were. So literally you could hear like no electronics. You could not hear the vocal ensemble except in faint whispers. So I didn't really understand what they were saying and it's not the cadet's fault. It is definitely the mic placement fault. And also um, to put the you know cherry on top of all this, um, when Crown was performing, I noticed uh, that their drill comes really close to the front sideline right in front of one of the mics. And, you know, normally that's not an issue when you're in, you know, Lucas Oil and Tom Blair's taking care of it, even the live stream in the theaters. It's like not an issue. Um, but, uh, I mean, it was just blaring and the balance was just not it. Uh, honestly, I think that their shotgun mics were way too low to the ground. Normally they're really high up there and a little bit further back. Um, uh, but I think they did that because the stadium was maybe a small. I could tell that from the, the live stream that the press box was not that high. Um, but nonetheless, um, you could hear nothing from like, you sh I shouldn't say nothing. You've heard it was softer if sounds were coming from the back of the field and much too loud right there in front of the mics. Um, it was like the whole Doppler effect going on. Uh, so, I mean... Come on, Flow Marching. Like, <laughs> DCI passed it on to you. Last year's streams were fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed the professionalism and everything that went on with them. The video quality was a lot better. It's less compressed, I think, personally. Um, but And I'm talking about the old ones. The, I mean, with Flow Marching, the, I feel like the video is compressed um, to the point that when I'm watching it, on my my you know expensive not like low quality like 4k streaming roku box on my 4k tv and i understand there's a whole upscaling thing but still you can see the individual blocks of the compression they say it's you know hd at least 720p and i'm not getting that vibe um uh, probably because of the compression or whatever they're doing. And then the audio is, I mean, I can do with the video, but the audio is just, it's, I mean, it's half of what you pay for. And that's $150 for the whole year. I understand that's more than, I mean, I paid $99 for it last year and it was just DCI and this will cover BOA and WGI this year. But still, if, you know, I'd like some professionalism to go along with, you know, the price I had to pay to get this, considering you still can't rewind or do any of that DVR stuff that you could do um, for a limited amount of time with the live stream on the old uh, DCI streaming from last year. Mm -hmm. So my message, if anyone from Flow Marching is listening, which I, I heard that Flow Marching was founded or is ran by a cadet of uh, some sort, like an alumnus. Uh, um, I actually think I know who that it might be. Yeah, we need to write him a letter. Um, <laughs> He's a lawyer. Please. Oh, maybe not. If, um, <laughs> if it's the person that I'm thinking about, then he's a lawyer. <laughs> oh, well, please, please, please fix it. Or get people that that don't snooze off and forget to unmute the live audio. That would be great. Please, please get some advice. That's, I mean, I still love the ability to see all these live streams. But again, if the audio is not right, how am I know if what I'm hearing is correct? I'm con like last night I knew Andrew was there, which was great. I was like, hey, was blah, blah, blah louder than blah, blah. He's like, nah, man, actually, it was the other way around. And I was like, oh, great. Yeah. So I can't trust my ears. Um, <laughs> and that's really tough considering it's, you know, marching music's major league. But I sent him an email. Let's see what they say back. Hopefully uh, I'll talk about it on the next episode. Yeah. So. Um, who was your favorite performance of the night? Ooh. Oh, I really, like, I enjoyed the first half of Crown Show a lot. And I, I kind of enjoy bits and pieces of the Cadet Show more than others. Um, ugh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to have to give it a tie to uh, Cadets and Crown as being my, my favorite show of the night. Okay. Uh, just because of those split aspects. Like, I know I know what Crown's going for. They're going from a traditional kind of like what a drum corps is, what the field is, and then kind of breaking it down into something that it's not. Um, and going to that, you know, 
the ballad, and I do appreciate the vocal changes they did to allow more of the horn line to shine through. Um, see, uh, those changes. See, in person, I thought the singer was really too loud. Like, it was almost almost deafening from where I was sitting how mm. loud she was. In the stream, she was not loud enough. She seemed very thin. So oh. there you go again. <laughs> uh, I I mean, the, the prop was cool where they lifted her in the air with like the, you know, the hydraulics or mechanical whatever they used. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and I get the concept they're going for and I know their real ending isn't on just like no one's real ending is on. Um, but... Uh, uh, there's some cool moments. Uh, like there's one hit in the final like bit of the show that I really enjoy. That kind of brings back the theme from uh, the fugue. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the mellophone's got that cool lick. Shout out to Kayla. Um, <laughs> I didn't get to say hi to her. Oh man, yeah. Sure. I'm super excited to see her. I'm trying to decide who I should go see when they come to North Carolina. Just my my hope is is divided between. Um, Cadets and Crown, just like me choosing who was uh, whose show I really enjoyed last <laughs> night. I enjoyed all of them, um, but I really liked Cadets and Crown. How many I'll... people are there from 2015? I'm still saying there's about. I mean, there's a lot in the guard, um, okay. um, but in the horn line, there's about the same amount that you know. Four. <laughs> about three or four. Yeah. So, uh, well, okay. There's three from fourteen, and then I know Tom. Did he march in fifteen? The Tom Eater. No, no, he, he's, he's marching. He's, is he marching what instrument? Trumpet. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, he marched. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. 16. I helped him get in, you know. <laughs> well. Yeah, I actually have a, a past student of mine slash friend. Uh, I did too, actually. One of my students was a trumpet player, but he got hurt and left. Oh man. Yeah, but luckily it wasn't his age out or anything, so that's he's that, gonna that... he's gonna try and come back eventually. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna have a student slash friend auditioning. Hopefully, I don't know what core. Maybe cadets. Maybe somewhere else, depending on how things shake out. Um, uh, not that pay- placements are important, but just to see how the new staff kind of meshes by the end of the season, um, uh, at somewhere next year. So that'll that'll be interesting. See how that rolls. Plus, if they do audition at Cadets, uh, it's an excuse to go back up to a camp and get to see people. Yeah. If there are people there that I still know, <laughs> it was it was looking pretty bleak when I went to go visit the buses. Uh, man. Like, Did you see Dan? Did you run into Dan? Dan. Dan Pfeiffer. No, I didn't. He was there. He was at the show. I didn't see him at all. Oh, man. Yeah. Side I... note. <laughs> we just got off on a tangent. Sorry, people. You have no idea who that is. Dan's I... amazing. I bet you he had VIP tickets. I mean, I think he was at a booth. He was uh, the spirit um, indoor percussion or spirit uh, <laughs> booth there, I think. Oh, okay. I didn't so... check out any of the booths. Yeah, shout out to you, Dan Pfeiffer. You're still amazing, and if you want to go see him eat a spider during dinner at Cadets 2015 oh <laughs> spring training, you can go go to my channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash rockdar12. That's without a K. All right, <laughs> moving right along. Oh, I really, so you said you weren't that into Crown's second half, but Aside from the singer, I actually liked it. I like, I don't know, I like rhythmic, dark music, like what they were playing. Yeah. But, yeah, I like that sort of thing. But I also, I like the beginning half of the Cadets show, and then they do like a jazzy dance type. Yeah, that, they kind of lose me there. But, and it bit. just, it. I, I guess I kind of see like what they're going for, but the choreography just looks doofy. It just it I don't think it like all of a sudden we go from doing this really cool brass feature, which by the way I really couldn't hear on the 
when, when can I hear that? I At some point, I couldn't hear it. Um, but I knew it was happening just from knowing how the show goes. Um, they have this cool brass feature over here on the pews, and then they start that whole jazz section. And I feel that that all of that, all, you know, the transition there is merely transitional. Like, yeah. it, it, it's just to get them to that jazz section. Like, the, there's no reason for that to have, like, I need some purpose in the middle. Like, we got the points. We just need the middle stuff. Not that anyone's really taking our critique, <laughs> but that's just my honest opinion. Yeah, I thought the singers, I know you couldn't hear them, but I thought in person they sounded really good. And they even did the Star Spangled Banner, which I think you saw. I did see the Star Spangled Banner. And um, they, sounded, and they great, sounded great, except I didn't like the ending. Oh, you don't like the weird, the cool, like, you know... The drum horrified uh, ending. Oh, I like it, because we're in drum course. I just thought it was, like, stock. <laughs> yes. No. I, I mean, mean... It was very, like, stock music. Each zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by no means am I one of those, like, uh, old drum corps alumnuses, alumni... Yeah. One of those drum corps alumni that really likes... Um, that, that hates singing in drum corps. I, you know, I'm all about pushing the envelope. Uh, when I talked about, uh, you know, crown slatter half, it's not, I don't think, I don't not like the singer. I just think that it's, it's maybe not quite as clean. Uh, and I just, they kind of lose me somewhere in there. Like it just goes on for a while and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. What's going on here? I understand we're deconstructing, but I don't really, you know, I'm sure they'll fix it. Like the ending will get better. It'll make more sense. Yeah, um, I'm really waiting for the new Pinhead's ending. Yeah, me too. Hope it's a run and gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that was uh, also the fireworks. Um, I never like when I marched the Beanpot Invitational. I never remember like being distracted by fireworks as much as I was watching it as a spectator for the first time. The only time I was when was when we wa when we went to Bristol. That was the most noticeable. And then um honestly I think it was more noticeable for the audience the um the fireworks last night. Yeah, I... they were some of them were like really loud and then all the smoke was getting everywhere from from all that stuff, so I think it was drying my eyes out a little bit. But I mean, it wasn't too bad for me. But I don't know, maybe for someone else it could have been. I just feel like that when you're on the field, maybe it's you're just so focused on what's going on, you don't notice the fireworks. Yeah. I was always wondering, like, hopefully they don't think that's like some sort of drum hit and they're not in time or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. There was a few times the fireworks was in line with some of the yeah. stuff that was going on, and I was like, I don't remember that being there, and I was like, oh, that's fireworks. Yeah, I think it lined up like once at Cadets and Crown. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Also makes for some great, you know, photography. Yeah. So what show are you at next? Uh, like attending. Yes. I will be at Nightbeat, which is July thirtieth. Okay. Um, that's my next show that I will actually physically that'd be my first show I'm actually physically at. <laughs> oh, it got uh, rained year. out, didn't it? Last it got year? rained out last year, uh, halfway through. So I saw the blue coats and the cadets were about to go on, and then it got rained out, uh, which is kind of sad because I still had Melophone Gatorade to give out, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Well, guess I'll be the Melophone receiving the Gatorade today." Um, so that's the thing. I hopefully it'll stay dry. Uh, knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exciting because actually this year instead of you know it's a TOC show, but this year instead of the typical top seven being there, because the uh, Atlanta Regional uh, has kind of been dispersed because of the whole stadium issue, there is fourteen cores performing at Nightbeat this year. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> People I'm going with are like, Rocky, I'm sorry, but like, I love drum corps, but I cannot sit through 14 cores. My ADD will go crazy. Yeah, seven, I was like, seven was tough last night. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I might skip out on the first few. Uh, I'm not really sure. Probably, I might, I'll probably go to cadet. I will go to cadets rehearsal and I might drop into the end of crowns rehearsal. Who knows? Um, just depends, uh, what really goes on and I'll let you know if I get kicked out of cadets rehearsal, but the odds of that are slim. <laughs> yeah. You probably won't be as lucky as me. Cause they're not at the show site. Do you remember in 2014, uh, we went first? Yeah, that was at that show, and 15 as well. By the way, oh you really? Did... Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. Wow, that's awful. Yeah, and Nightbeat uh, from 2014, it was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and since then it has been moved to Winston Salem, North Carolina, which is a one-hour drive for me versus um, three. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. Uh, so, wait, one more thing. Um, do you, what year did they start the first show at, in Indy? Was that, that 2015? Indy, what do you mean, like, the first, no, you mean being, the premiere show being at Indy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was 2015, I believe, okay. yeah. I was, I was thinking about it, I'm like, did I do that in 2014? Because I really don't remember. Yeah, there's a lot I'm starting to forget. Yeah, it'll only get worse. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> but there's always Rocky Point, shameless plug. <laughs> yeah. Those Man, I never forget. I wish I vlogged during that time. <laughs> but I was like just too busy just like wanting the summer to be over. Yeah, it's really for those of you that are listening that may have never done Drumcore, I know we're getting off on a tangent, but you're gonna you're gonna want it to be over kind of in the middle during a lot of the tougher days and then towards the end and after it's over you're going to be like oh i wish i was still doing it sometimes yeah sometimes sometimes i i always have this like recurring dream where um the cadets have like a hole that need to be that they need to fill and i for some reason volunteer and then I like fly in to to the housing site and I and I start learning drill and then they're like here do ensemble even though you've only learned three sets and then I get all flustered and then and then I get um, self conscious because like I don't know anything even though I had just gotten there and then I realize hey. I'm too old for this, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird you say that because I've had the same recurring dream. Uh, uh, maybe not the whole flustered part, but like I'd get in there and I'd kind of know what I was doing. And then I'd be like, wait a minute, I'm too old for this. And then I wake up <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, oh, great. And then like, I don't, I don't feel bad because it's like, well, you guys are going to get in trouble if I stay. So... Bye. Yeah, it's like, sorry. <laughs> I'd love to stay, but you get disqualified. Yeah. Although there is a rumor, uh, I shouldn't say a rumor, like it's an actual thing, I believe. Um, there's always a bunch of rules that are up for proposal at these big DCI meetings that happen, I think, with the board. Is that right? I um, yeah. I think yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the latest proposals, which I'm pretty sure will not pass, is that they're going to rage the rage, raise the age out age to the same as wgi which i think is like 24 25 25 i think it's 24 wgi wins well no wgi like in general like marching percussion carly guard doesn't have an age out really yeah That's so like you can be 40 and still march huh. i think pretty sure well, i know i know percussion does because i was thinking about doing that after i aged out but i didn't well, i mean i want I, so i was really interested in marching cwp but then they kind of got rid of that well they did that after but i wanted to play rack and they were like we recommend everyone audition on mallets mallet percussion and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not good at that. I'm good at rack. Kind of. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not amazing at rack, but at least I can like play rack fairly okay. Rather than poorly on 
like a marimba. So I didn't go through with it, and that's fine. Um, but I remember that was my only year left to do that. And then I don't know anything about WGO wins at all. Yeah, me either. I think it's it's one of those like things that I, I'm not sure it's actually going to take off, but it kind of has in certain areas with a lot of money. Um, but all that aside, the rumor is that they're going to rage, rage, ra- there I do it again, raise the age out limit to like 24. Oh so God. the question I'm having now is, would you go back and march again <laughs> and age out a second time? Oh my gosh. I uh, don't know. I don't, so I don't think I could. Okay. If it's they, if like, I could. I have, <laughs> but, I have, yeah, cause you, you're going to be a band teacher and stuff. So you you have like the summers at least kind of a little bit free, but like I don't. Yeah, I I mean, uh, I don't I don't think I could age out. I don't think I could march again. Like my body is, has decided. Like my mind was like, okay, you're done with drum corps now. I mean, not that I'm I'm not in the same shape I was when I left cadets, but I'm definitely not out of shape. Um. So mentally, I don't think I could do it again because my mind, when in that last day, I was like, I never have to do drum corps again. Like, I'm done. Yeah, it's just kind of uh, nice knowing, like, hey, I don't have to deal with this rehearsal stuff again. Yeah, I've gotten all the experience I need. I'm ready to go teach, um, uh, at least drum corps wise. Uh, I've gotten all the experience that I can have at this point. Um but, uh, yeah, if you're a person that maybe has already just aged out or is going to age out this year and they do raise it by any chance, they raise the age out limit, which is very unlikely. Would you age out a second time? <laughs> I mean, I'm... maybe. Well, so, like, maybe if I maybe it could be a rule where, like, you can only march if you're 22, 23, 24 if you didn't march when you were less than 21. I don't know. Yeah, if you've already aged out, you can't come back. That should maybe be the rule. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that would work. I don't know either. I don't think it'll pass. Yeah, probably not. Just like the whole woodwind thing. Yeah, Pop's really waiting for that to happen. Yep. So, uh, speaking of waiting for things to happen, let's segue on over to our discussion, a really brief discussion of the top six or seven drum corps, according to the standings right now, um, because we haven't really heard our opinions uh, so far. So, uh, I have core board here. You say it's not completely accurate. Um, Oh, I was saying of the Lynn show. Oh, the Lynn show. it, It might be fine now. For the current top 12, we have, as uh, Bluecoats performed two days ago, followed by Carolina Crown, who, of course, performed yesterday. The Cadets, who also performed yesterday. The Blue Devils um, performed three days ago, which are under that, which probably means this isn't accurate anymore. Um, the Cavaliers, uh, after them, who performed two days ago. Santa Clara Vanguard performed today. Um, and their score's a little bit down from the last time they performed. Uh, it's probably just because they were to show with three cores and, and the space um, uh, there was pretty big. They didn't want to give them too big of a, a jump there. Or I mean, I, I can't say I wasn't there. Um, and then Boston performed two days ago and none of them. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the Bluecoats. So we've kind of hit on this already. Jagged... Is it jagged line, right? Is yeah. it is it a singular line or I mean in the show it's a singular line, but I don't know. If yeah, that... I just wanted to know if that was the name of their show. <laughs> it's either jagged line or jagged lines. Or... Okay, yeah, it's one. I'm pretty sure it's jagged line without the s. Um, but uh, yeah, have you have you seen this yet? I saw a YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that rehearsal video is still up. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I like the opening hit that they have on the, um, the giant stage, and I like, it, it's really cool how they are all, like, under the stage, and they come out, and they kind of march through it throughout the show, and then the way that they're playing with those, um, shotgun mics, and then, like, the back corner, how they're playing to the back corner, but it sounds like they're right in front of you, and the guard staging, it wouldn't normally work that way, um, if you were to do it traditionally, um, it's really cool. 
um but not as cool as last year um and their color guard uniforms are kind of uh i mean barely a uniform yeah they remind uh, me of uh around 2010 a little bit mm, all right are we, are we sure you're thinking thinking about a second chance there i'm oh, sorry 20 2011 Oh, okay, yeah, like the rock star kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get what you're going They're for. They're a little less punk, a lot more risque. Yeah, uh, Blue Devils, uh, 2014, second half. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, didn't you have some things to say about this show earlier? You did, just some brief comments that, that you were telling me. Uh, Blue Devils? No, the Coats. Coats. Uh, I'm just, like, not into their uniform. And that, like, also, I feel like it's a little bit too similar to last year's. Like, last year's was something different. And, okay, so they're good this year and last year, uh, but I feel like the shows are a little bit too similar, so it's like the effect isn't as, like, whoa, what is that? It's kind of drawing on nostalgia a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I remember in 2012, Hop was like, well, we could either do an Angels and Demons 2 and intentionally do a sequel, or we have to do something completely out of the blue different so that people don't compare us, compare this year versus last year, so uh, I think Bluecoats have kind of fallen into that trap a little bit, so they're either intentionally doing something similar or they just think they're or just like their idea is not different enough and so we're comparing it to the previous year. Yeah. Be interesting to see their real ending um, whenever that gets done, because there's no ramps to slide up and down. Yeah. So we'll just see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, right now they're kind of leading the pack, um, and who knows if they'll keep that lead. Um, I mean, it's possible that any of these cores in the top seven – could change like one little not one little thing but they could just press the gas pedal and zoom on up uh so second place carolina crown with it is um what do you think it is <laughs> what do you think about it i mean i like it uh like the fugue section in the beginning is really nice and i think that they they actually pull that that genre off in the marching world um like if i if i were to think like oh they're gonna play this few like section and i'd be i would just be like what are they doing um so i think what they've come up with is very good in in like those regards uh and then it just transforms into this dark rhythmic piece um, I mean, I don't, I'm still trying to, like, wrap my head, head around the concept, but I, overall, I like it, and overall, they, every section and color guard sounds, it looks good, so, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I agree with what you said about the, you know, the little fugue in G minor, I think that is the name of the piece. Yeah. Um. And when you you see you think that a drum corps is you know gonna play some some fugue and you're like oh well this will be interesting I love older classical music <laughs> um, depends on the arrangement and of course Clash always delivers um, so it's no surprise that when they play this and you know the trumpets are, are nailing their very exposed opening section. Um, that that everything just works really well and it builds up into that hit. Um, when I when I go back and listen to the original material for that, um, it's kind of it's funny because I I feel like I I really miss um, that really awesome hit, and that's I think that's kind of what makes it is that drum corps um, in general takes 
music that we are familiar with um, or maybe not familiar with um, and allows um, the staff and the members to put a new artistic twist on it of how they think it, you know, it could, could go and also uh, present it to a mainstream audience that maybe has never heard this music um, and make it a little more interesting and digestible. Um, so you think back, I mean, cadets have done it, especially, uh, at least in the time I was there, uh, you know, they did, they presented some Samuel Barber stuff, things that, you know, you hear all the time. I shouldn't say all the time, but you hear, you know, the symphony with, you know, um, Adagio for strings. And then in 2014, we did, uh, you know, uh, Appalachian spring and a bunch of Copeland stuff. Uh, in 2015, we presented Shostakovich, which I guarantee that like, most casual drum corps listeners were like Shostakovich. Who was that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it's a really good uh, opportunity to present um, older music that most people are like, Oh, this is boring organ music or something like that. And they're like, Oh, presented in a new light. And it's really, I, that's what I love about drum corps. It's taught me so much about music history that my classes in school have not. Um, Anyways, off on that tangent, uh, yeah, we kind of talked about how it is kind of takes the norm of drum corps and then throughout the show kind of, you know, shifts the feel, the music and everything to something that drum corps really hasn't really isn't the norm when you think of Carolina Crown or a drum corps show. And then at the end, uh, at least their current ending, the singer's like, I know you and they start playing the opening hit again, um, which is like, oh, okay, it makes a lot more sense now. It's kind of like everything's changing and we're breaking it into something that we can't even realize and then kind of bring it all back together and that it is the the kind of the same thing. So that's kind of what they're going after, I think, um, with that. Again, love the horn line. Of course, the drill is impeccable because we know who's writing it. Um, um, oh, I have a story to tell you later. Okay. <laughs> Remind me. Um, and, uh, yeah, super exciting. Uh, again, right now they, I mean, overall scores, you can't compare across shows cause not everyone's been at the same show yet, but right now the current standings, according to that, and, uh, all different things. So we talked about the cadets a lot. Um, uniforms are, you know, starting, I'm starting to warm up to them. Uh, the brass isn't as loud this year. Of course, we've had a lot of, they've had a lot of staff changes. Uh, right, Andrew? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, color guard, uh, is, uh, actually, uh, doing really well this year and, uh, very pleasant surprise, uh, for a lot of us that have been around for the past few years. So really excited about what's going on there. Um, yeah, it was definitely noticeable, um, like live that they were all spitting together and stuff, but I mean, I don't really know anything about color guard. So I, I just noticed that the flags and the rifles go up and down together. Yeah. That's about all I know. Yeah. I can kind of do a drop spin a little bit. I cannot <laughs> at all. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, faithful. We talked about their show, I think a lot on, on this show, show already so uh any more comments on faithful fallen forgiven um no i'm just definitely curious to see their new ending me too um and in fourth place which is you know again not accurate um according to the current top 12 standings is the blue devils right now as of july the 5th um now i've only seen one video online and I mean I'm not I need to see it live because mm-hmm. videos don't do justice and uh, Flight of the Bumblebee's like I guess it's fine I don't know it's not my favorite piece or anything so just like I don't know how to explain how I feel about it um maybe it's just because like that's a piece that is A lot of people know this piece, Flight of the Bumblebee. 
and it, it's been in like commercials. It's a piece that people play. It's been in like movies and stuff. That I don't know. It's just like the effect of it isn't there for me. Yeah, um, I can you know I've seen their show multiple times on the Flow Marching live stream, uh, a few times already I'd say, um, and the last show I was really surprised at how, uh, I mean you know I'm not just saying this because um, I'm someone that usually um, dislikes the Blue Devils, but um, they were they were dirtier than I expected them to be. Oh yeah, like, I, I did notice that in the video that I watched. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I go back and I watch a lot of their older shows, and and I don't mean just from finals or whatever. And I'm always impressed with how early they look clean and pristine. But um, uh, there's something with this this production this year that uh, it is. It's just not um, as clean as I think as even Santa Clara Vanguard show. Um, the last show that I saw them at, which I don't remember, at least on the live stream, I don't remember which show it was. Um, uh, Santa Clara went on right before them, and I was like, Santa Clara was much better than the Blue Devils tonight. But I'm in my mind, I was like, there's no way that any of those judges are going to put Santa Clara above the Blue Devils. And they were, you know, they were within a point of each other, I think. But, uh, and, uh, I can't, I think Santa Clara may have even won brass that night, but they, the, the judges didn't put them up. And there maybe were some things I didn't see, but they were color guard drops off of platforms and forms that didn't rotate. And the fly, the bumblebee section, I was like, that's still not clean yet. Yeah. Okay, so uh, a little disappointed in the Blue Devils. Normally, I'm like, okay, the Blue Devils are someone to be, you know, messed with. But uh, this year, they're kind of. Would it be interesting to see them not medal for the first time in a long time? I mean, it could happen. You never know. Oh yeah. Uh, but of course, there are always ones to. I mean, they've had three days off since the show, so odds are they've been uh, cleaning a lot, and also probably warming up in a pool somewhere <laughs> i'm joking um but yeah they've probably been working really hard um and uh, we'll see how that uh, turns out whenever they have their next show uh so next in line do you have anything else to say about blue devils before we move on no all right uh cavaliers are next uh with their show men are from mars um i'll let you have you seen this no, I haven't seen Cavaliers, Vanguard, or Boston. Okay, well, I guess I'll speak okay. uh, my opinions really quick. So, uh, again, early in the in the show, I talked about uh, early on. Well, the night before the premiere, I thought Cavaliers were a no go, and then at the premiere, I was like, "Yeah, Cavaliers are great." Um, and I, after seeing them a few more times, yeah, Cavaliers show has got some stuff going on. There's some funny moments. There's some like weird. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how it works. They got some YouTuber that does tuba uh, electronics and has basically like transcoded uh, a tuba sound like an octave up, and it's just crazy. And it's like there's this one surgeon like, and then man spoke, and you got these two tubas playing into the microphones, and it sounds like they're like up an octave, and it's crazy. Um, uh, I mean, it's just a really cool well put together show um it's keeping my attention a lot better again i can't wait till they put their real ending on and i can't wait to see if maybe there was at one point i was like maybe the cavaliers could win this like it really is anyone's game at this point because they're all so close uh -huh. um it's still early on like no one's pulling away drastically uh and again their last show was two days ago uh, really enjoying it. Like that they're bringing back Mars. Um, and yeah, so go check out their show. Let us know what you think. Uh, those of you that are listening, Andrew included. Um, so, so Santa Clara Vanguard, I really, really, really like their show this year. They are so stepping it up. Um, they're, they're probably honestly, you know, uh, I don't know what happened tonight with scores, probably just because they were at a show with like, two other cores so there was only like three of them there uh while their score was so low tonight it was it's usually much more up there i think it's dropped uh some but uh they are doing extremely well this season 
Um, the props work well. The electronics work well. I I get I get their show um, for the most part, and uh, I we it would be cool if they won this year because it's been a while um, for them. Uh, but again, I think they should be ble- beating the Blue Devils as of the last show I saw. Uh, so that's how strongly I recommend you guys go watch their show if you haven't already. And uh, and last but not least, the last one we're going to talk about today, uh, the Boston Crusaders. Um, you know, judges aren't just giving them a free pass because they bought all that amazing staff. And uh, may I say that it's they're having to work for it, but the staff has definitely shown up in a lot of the videos. Like their show makes sense. They're not doing anything like super risky, super out there. They're doing a drum course show that makes sense and is, is up to date with, uh, you know, great brass program. Oh man. I love the guys that run it. Um, uh, great visual design by, uh, you know, Leon who wrote crowns drill for the past forever. Um, they got, you know, crowns, amazing color guard staff from the past, uh, you know, few years that, that won them that, uh, color guard award. So, uh, all around the board. Oh yeah. And of course, Colin is doing drums. So, I mean, they've got, you know, all-star staff all the way around. They don't really have a, a solid, like weak, weak point. Um, everything's pretty, you know, even, but they're still not, you know, they're still not up there with the, the very, I mean, they're up there. Um, with the top dogs, but they're, I don't think they're a competitor to win the whole thing, um, but they're definitely very good, um, and I'm excited to see how they end up at the uh, end of the season with their show Wicked Games. Um, so, definitely super curious. exciting. Yeah. Definitely uh, curious, hashtag the new cadets. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of cadets went there to watch, so... Yeah. So, I mean... We're dispersed all across the land for Myra. Um, a- any final thoughts? No, I'm just really excited for the season to, to get started and underway. Yeah, really digging into July. Cores get tired. Sometimes we burn out. We're getting ready to go into the regionals, uh, which make the season go a lot faster. Um, if you haven't heard, <laughs> which we just found out, um, we are going back to... Indianapolis for finals weekend. Uh, we will definitely be there part of the day Thursday, all day Friday, and all day Saturday, bringing you coverage. Um, lots, lot videos, lots of lot videos. Wow. Um, and uh, our reactions and stuff. I'm sure I'll be vlogging as per usual. And it's just going to be a great time hanging out with Drum Corps people again and seeing awesome performances uh, from awesome course. So we couldn't be more excited. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you want to, like, so I guess we're done. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Basically. Uh, if you want to follow us on the Twitter that we don't use. <laughs> we don't use a lot of our social media until about that time. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, what is our, it's the core cast, right? At the Corecast. At the Corecast. Um, everyone, please stand Man, by. We're bad at this. We are really bad at knowing our social media handles. Yeah. Because you know what? How much we use them. You know what? Don't even bother. We don't post anything anyway. <laughs> yeah. Just, just wait. Just go like our Facebook page, Corecast. Yeah, like uh, our Facebook page, and then leave a an uh, iTunes comment, a good one. Like, I guess if you have anything negative, you can say that. And then we can improve, but uh, we really would appreciate your reviews because right now I think we only have one. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, oh yeah, yeah. We've got yeah, one, one, one review. negative review. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like he, he's like, I don't know. I thought we gave praise to a lot of other cores, and we weren't just uh, like. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave it be. <laughs> you know. If if they've got some negative things to say, if it if it moved them enough to type a comment and write that review, then I feel like we're we're getting somewhere in life, even if it True is negative. That. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was more confused about it than offended. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was a little confused too. Um, but yeah, leave yeah. us a review on iTunes. Uh, if yeah. SoundCloud does reviews, you can do that too. We're there. Yeah. Uh, also, you should I guess find our Twitter account, um, which I'm pretty sure you can just search Corecast and it'll come up because yeah. I'm gonna do it right now. We're the one with the logo. At the Corecast, yeah, we have the cool logo. Um, at the Corecast and around uh, DCI. Uh, world championship weekend we will of course be doing some periscoping oh yeah um as per last year so stay tuned for that um and yeah it's been uh i'm excited for july can't wait to see some drum corps live and it's gonna be a great 2017 so uh i'm rocky i'm Andrew. and this has been core cast so cheesy <laughs> always <laughs>